0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Developing Palettes. I am Aaron Lumis coming to you from the Drew Estate Studio. With me today is June Lou, Seth Geis, and from the Villager Cigar Studios, John McTavish. How are you guys doing?
1: It's Monday. I'm so excited. It's a good review. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: All right. make good times, man. That's yeah. right. So today we are talking about the Matilde Limited Exposure Number 2. Uh, the cigar is a Toro 6x50 comes out of the Tabacalera La Isla factory in the Dominican Republic. Uh wrapper's Ecuadorian Corojo, binder is Dominican Habano 2000, filler is Dominican Criollo 98, Corojo HVA and Piloto Cubano. Uh then by Enrique Sejas, price point is $10.50, and the cigar was released in April of 2022. So with all that out of the way, June, what was your overall experience like with this cigar?
2: Um I feel like this is the Day that I like in, from the past. And and this is the, the formula that, that I know of Matilda which is, you know, they make really flavorful cigars and they're balanced. They're not heavy. They're not nicotine filled and, and you know, strong. Um, so this basically is, you know, going back to the formula. Um, it's got a lot of sweet, you know, um, bread, breadiness to it, like a pastry kind of bread to it um very nice accent to cedar uh some nice wood tannins coming through um get more of that spice through the retrohale which is typical but um it just kind of all of that plays well together uh is, is very cohesive in that sense so yeah i enjoyed it this is way better than number one i didn't like number one so
0: all right seth what were your thoughts
3: yeah listen i mean the flavor profile was complex there was stuff everywhere um, cocoa hey you know nuts I was getting some cereal qualities it was earthiness um, great burn and draw um, medium medium full strength and body throughout a lot of, I just I mean as June said it's just complete opposite from the first release I was ex- I was expecting
1: there to be a button there but it was all good.
3: No, it's just, it's just a great stick. I mean, it was just, I, I was in shock when I was smoking. I was like, what the, I mean, it really makes you wonder. John? Hey, John,
0: what were your thoughts?
1: Listen, man, the factory move was uh, was a good choice. I was also quite impressed uh, because the, I think we did the Matilde number one not that long ago. Um, yeah, just last year yeah so uh unfortunately it was still fresh in my mind and i saw this on the review cycle i'm like oh man okay uh but right off the hop i was like oh okay what is this we're smoking um spicy wood creamy sweetness uh a mixed earth spice um bread and creaminess um cinnamon Like just, you know, and lots of intensity and, and lots of complexity and lots of layers. And it just, it continued to develop milk chocolate in the bottom half of the first third. Second, third was bread, spices, and sweetness. Like just sort of like baked goods, like baked bread, uh, baked cookies, um, creamy wood. I was just like, oh my God, like. This is like night and day between the last cigar and, uh, last third was still pleasant, just didn't quite have that same, uh, level of complexity, still had bread, spices and dry wood. It just didn't quite harmonize in the same way. Burn was great. Uh, very good. I should say. Um, I had a, had to do a touch up in the last third, which is a bit of a bit of a drag and a slight slight resistance on the draw and by slight resistance because people don't seem to understand what I'm talking about this slight resistance beyond the perfect zone of a perfect draw so it's you got a perfect draw it's tighter than that but not very much anyways all that to say wow what a great cigar uh, can't wait to smoke another one Aaron what about you
0: started with dense slightly musty cedar cedar gained a toast note fairly quickly uh, second third saw some dry earth join in and the final third saw the toast note transition to a light char and the baking spice dropped out. Um, construction was absolutely perfect on what I smoked. Um, the cigar had a, for me, had an average flavor profile throughout the first two thirds as it seemed just a little bit flat, um, just a basic combination of flavors and a bit dry. Uh, final third dropped down a level of the char became present and the baking spice dropped out. Um, this is going to sound completely weird compared to you guys, but I, you know, between the two I smoked, I'd go to the number one just because it didn't, drop down, uh, with that char in that final third. So I'm going to be the the lone wolf here, uh, dissenting, but, um, yeah, I'd lean just to the first one just because of that. Um, because the other one was average throughout and this one would drop down. Um, but I, I, I wouldn't come back to this one from what I smoke, but with the three guys saying they would, I'm going to have to go back and try another one to see what I missed because uh, maybe I just got an off sample or something like that. But, um, yeah, it just didn't do it for me. Um getting the score start at the top with June at six point seven two uh Seth and John both gave it a six point five seven and I gave it five point four so June had that six point seven two matchup for you
2: yeah it's uh it's, that's a nice score um <laughs> uh, I didn't think to be it was be that high but um uh, no it's deserving like this is this is exactly what I hope Matilda keeps pushing out um this is a wheelhouse. They're very good at blending this kind of cigar. And uh I, I enjoy this type very much.
0: All right, Seth,
2: 6.57. I mean,
3: honestly, if if you go back to some of the early Matilde releases, I, I would say this is where, like score-wise, this is where Matilde should always be at the minimum. Yeah. This it it, it, mm-hmm. it should always be higher. Um I thought it was a really good blend. It's just you know they've done better stuff, but I think it's just there's so much excitement off of the last thing that came out. Um, it's just it, it was really enjoyable, and it's a cigar that I could smoke. The price is fantastic, but I could smoke this like all the time, and it's just go ahead, John.
1: What was the price point? Ten dollars
3: fifty. Ten dollars fifty cents. Like I could, yeah. I mean, it's it's just one of those things that this is this is a blend I could smoke a,
0: a lot of. So yep. I really liked it. All right, John, same for you, six point five seven.
1: Yeah, listen, man. I mean, the uh you know, I even had a slight slight, slight draw, slight burn issue. So you could say the the score kind of could be elevated from that. I, I think the um the flavor profile is great. I'd love to see more like this getting back to the roots of Matilde. I think, you know, if this is a result of the factor change, great. I can't wait for the next release. Um, but man, talk about a turnaround from the number one because um yeah. Aaron?
0: Yeah, my 5.4 matches up well. It was slightly below average flavor profile, but it had perfect construction. So that kind of gets it to that mid fives. But obviously I missed something in a cigar with the rest of the guys um, enjoying it quite a bit. So you can disregard my review and go with these three guys. Uh, All right, final thoughts. Uh, Number one, they follow up the original release, which also was a Toro now with a Lonsdale and talking with Enrique at the trade show. Sounds like they're kind of going to keep that kind of fashion. I don't think it's necessarily going to be a Lonsdale every time. But there will be a second Vitola probably of this next year, when they and around the same time they launch the number three. So um,
1: Corona Gordo would be hot.
0: You think so? Yes. Okay.
2: Were you you, you talking to? Were you talking to Juan Cancel?
0: Enrique. Oh. Can Why
2: would can sell have anything to do with this? Because that's what protocol does. They they come out with the co- uh a line, and then uh, they always do like yeah. And that's, they come out with the new size they,
1: Yeah, I got you. Yeah, and
2: it's yeah. A but protocol they, they followed the uh, they, like, oh, they, followed,
0: uh, they followed the certain size every time. Like they went yeah. started Toro, then they'd go ch- like Churchill, Churchill, short Churchill, or Churchill. Then they'd go Lancero, right? That would be the formula mm-hmm. for them.
2: So. Well, now they just do. Anyways, I don't want to talk about a different brand, but they, yeah. now they just do
0: freaking bundles of whatever shop exclusive. Yeah. Yep. Any other thoughts on this, guys? Uh, I, think the, I think that purple band is pretty sick.
3: Yeah, it's, I, think it's purple, I think the purple... I liked it. Yeah. 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 Purple and gold, man. Full-on Prince
1: in the Revolution purple, you know what I'm saying? Yep.
3: Yep. Pancakes, bitches. we this so old. <laughs> this 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 purple this purple is better than the super tramp purple. I think this
1: Superfly? super super
0: this is more like superfly. classier classier paper stock kind it, it's, of. Yeah. It's, like it's royal. Purple. It's the royal yeah. purple. It's like it's the king's royal cape. Royal purple. Yeah, yeah like, it's, it's the, the royal purple, the and that was the of right.
2: purple. <laughs> <laughs> King, King of the noise shit.
0: King of the North skull.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. Uh, wherever you're catching this video, be sure to like and subscribe. Uh read the full written review on the website, follow us on the social media channels, and you catch all of our review recaps on podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. tuning in, we'll catch you on the next one. Who is number two
1: and who does he work for?